Welcome back, my friends, to the show that never ends. We're so glad you could attend. Come inside. Come this segment inside. brought to you by Niagara Canine Conditioning Center. Dog Talk with Dave McMahon on News Talk 610 CKTB. Welcome to Dog Talk. I'm Dave McMahon, the owner of Dave McMahon Dog Training in the city of Niagara Falls, Ontario, Canada. Dog Talk is brought to you by Pet Food Outlet, the Main West Animal Hospital, the Heartland Niagara Animal Hospital, the Niagara Canine Conditioning Center, and also Invisible Fence of Niagara. Thank you to our sponsors for making the Dog Talk radio show possible. We broadcast live to air and online every Monday night at 6.10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time till 7 p.m. All Dog Talk shows are podcasted, archived. You can go to the radio station's website, 610cktb.com. You can even skip the www. Just go six. 10cktb.com. Click uh, on to uh, episodes, past episodes of Dog Talk, and check out the, uh, the video interviews at your leisure. Also, we broadcast live as a Facebook watch video. We've been doing that for a long, long time now. You can watch the live interviews on Facebook. Go to the 610CKTB Facebook page to check out the live interviews. You can go to the Dave McMahon's Dog Training Academy Facebook page to also watch the interviews as well. And you can tell your friends to listen. Once again, I want to uh, remind you that Dog Talk is brought to you by Pet Food Outlet, Maine West Animal Hospital, Heartland Niagara Veterinary Animal Hospital, Niagara Canine Conditioning Center, and our most recent sponsor, Invisible Fence of Niagara, keeping pets on their property safe since 1973, founded by Gregory Peck. And uh, contact Invisible Fence of Niagara, 905-646-9944. That's 905-646-9944. And uh, they'll teach you how to train your dog to stay on the property. Now, for those that are interested in doing dog obedience classes with yours truly, me, you can go to my website for all of my contact information, davemcmahon.ca. So it's davemcmahon.ca. You can email me directly through the website and you can get all the information about my upcoming dog obedience classes that I teach in Niagara Falls, Ontario, at the Dave McMahon Dog Academy. You can also text me, 289-687-0505, 289-687-0505. Text me anytime if you have a question. Uh, that's my direct number for the Dog Academy. And I want to give you the dates for the upcoming October Dog Obedience classes. Saturday, October the 1st at 11.30 a.m. I have to look at my cheat sheet. you think I'd have this memorized. 
Tuesday, October the 4th at 7 p.m. and Wednesday, October the 26th at 5 p.m. These are the start dates for the upcoming dog obedience classes that I'm teaching at the Dave McMahon Dog Academy again. Saturday, October the 1st, 11.30 a.m., Tuesday, October the 4th at 7 p.m., Wednesday, October the 26th at 5 p.m. Now, we also have uh, private one-on-one lessons, behavior modification. Um, So if you're having problems with your dog, reach out to me and I will help you. Pleased to have my guest back by popular demand. He has written many books. (laughs) His most recent book, The Battle Cry of the Siamese Kitten, Please say hello to veterinarian, Dr. Philip Scott. Hi, Philip. How are you tonight? I'm doing really well, thanks. How about you? I'm doing fantastic. It's always great to have you back on the program. Thank you. (laughs) So important to mention that you're from Winnipeg? Correct. Yep. Born and raised? No, no. Actually, born in Germany, raised in Saskatoon, but lived in Winnipeg the last 32 years. Ah, long enough. Yep. (laughs) Now, you live with a bunch of animals in a really cool old house. That's right, yep. <laughs> Tell our new listeners about that, please. Well, we've got three cats and one dog and two teenagers. I don't know, do they count as animals? But Yeah, they do. <laughs> teenagers count so, yeah. as animals. Three cats and uh, the dog. You know, the dog is like the, the innocent bystander to the cat wars that go on between the cats. They, uh, cat politics are complicated, but we're not here to talk about cats tonight, right? <laughs> the dog is a 10-year-old Shetland sheepdog, Shelty. Beautiful, um, but they call oversized. So he looks like a small collie. Um, always makes you feel good when you're walking him because he gets so many compliments. <laughs> such a such a lovely dog. He's such a sweet soul. Not the nice. smartest one in the pack, but that's okay. I'll take sweet over smart any day. <laughs> <laughs> How about the rest of them? Oh, the rest. Well, the rest are cats. So we got um, a young Siamese, two three years old. Um, not did not inspire the title, incidentally. That's a coincidence. And then two elderly cats, a uh, black and white and a torty who are 16, 17. And the youngster just torments the heck out of these guys. <laughs> Not out of any evil intent. She just wants to play, but the old ones don't want to play, right? And the dog just stays clear of the whole thing. And these are indoor cats. They are indoor cats. Yeah, we're in a busy part of the city. It's, yeah. And we've got to actually have a lot of wildlife and so on, too. It's not wise to let cats out. And in fact, in, in Winnipeg, it's illegal, so that our yeah. cats stay inside. Yeah. Now, are your clat, are your cats declawed? They are not. No, no, they are not. How do you we, feel about um, that? We don't declaw anymore. Um, you know, in Manitoba, it's got to be 10 years now that it's um, been against our code of ethics as veterinarians. Um, so the older cats theoretically could have been, but uh, now we went through training and so on. It works fine. Yeah. Now, Ontario is still uh, declawing cats, are they not? That I don't know. I can't speak to Ontario. I know if they still are, then the writing's on the wall. It's going to stop. Um, this is just worldwide. Um, and again, I was as a kind of as a gray hair. You know, I was taught um, declawing in vet school, and was quite comfortable with it, um, and thought it was a good solution to try and prevent people from making their cats' lives miserable because they would be so angry at their cats, so the quality of life would degrade. Then, right. Um, but since it's been illegal, we've adjusted really well and people have been cool with it. And, um, you know, there are good training protocols. It just takes, yeah, it takes a little more effort. Um, but there's, there's, there's other solutions. There sure is. Yeah. What, what advice would you give to young people today thinking about going to university and becoming a veterinarian? 
<laughs> I would say do it. Um, there's a massive demand now. Like we're, the pandemic changed things and society's been changing anyway. Pets are moving more to the center of people's lives more and more so. So um, the demand for veterinarians is, is mad, just insane now. So Manitoba, I think there might be 300 of us practicing Manitoba. It's not, you know, not a big province. And there's something like 30 positions open at any given time. Like that's 10%. Um, that's an amazing number. Um, so yeah, from that perspective, advice as to how to get into vet school, yeah, it comes down to marks. You got to get your academics nailed down and it's, the competition is stiff. It's hard to get into vet school and it's marks, 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 marks. You just have to, you have to have good marks. That's just the way it goes. Um, just unfortunate because you know, the, People that get are the best at school aren't necessarily the best veterinarians, I found, but yeah. Yeah, um, we've got lots to cover on today's program. I'm holding the book, The Battle Cry of the Siamese Kitten uh, by Dr. Philip Scott, DVM. And I thank you very much for this. Your people sent it to my people. Yay, I have it in my hands. <laughs> I haven't had a chance to read it, but I'm going to. Yeah, this a free print. You've got an early one there. That's a can you, can you give a little synopsis of the book to our listeners, please? Yeah. So this is the third in a series of books I've written over the last few years. The first one was The Accidental Veterinarian in 2019. And then last year I came out with the um, with How to Examine a Wolverine. And then this year it's The Battle Cry of the Siamese Kitten. And each one is a collection of stories and essays. Around 60 of them, I think, in there. Just they're, they're short little, little snippets, you know, but take you 10 minutes to read one, um, a thousand words or so. And drawn from experiences I've had as a veterinarian, um, experiences in life relating to animals, um, some of my thoughts about certain medical issues and the care of animals and so forth. Um, it's mostly light in tone, although it's a little bit of everything. And you know, people say they laugh, they cry, you know, it's like that cliche, but I guess that's, that's, that's what it does because that's what life is in, with animals is all about, right? The, you get the whole emotional range. So, yeah, those are the stories reaching back my 32 years in, in practice. Now, is writing a, a mental break for you from the veterinary practice? Yeah, um, to some extent, you know, not so much writing these stories because it's, I'm deep in it there with veterinary medicine still. I've written other things that are not directly veterinary. It's, yeah, it's a hobby. I've always, yeah. I've always been a writer at some level and, um, it's funny, you know, I used to write other things, travel and so forth. And I realized people are actually interested in the veterinary stories. They want to hear about the animals. People are always asking me about, oh, okay, tell me about the strange animals you saw. Oh, you saw, you know, you saw a python once or you saw, you know, a, a parrot or an ostrich or whatever it might be. And those are the stories people wanted to hear. So I started to write those down. Bunch of things I want to ask you. Uh, yeah. The one thing I had on my list is your view on bathing dogs. <laughs> frequency what have you got to say about bathing dogs oh, I know yeah. you've got something to tell us that book has a um has a story called how to bathe your dog but that's kind of a hook to tell you don't bathe your dog <laughs> Actually, <laughs> do it as infrequently as you as possible as you possibly can i mean there are some dogs that get stinky nasty rolling dead fish that seems to be a common thing um go ahead and bathe them to remove the smell but for some reason embedded in people's minds is this idea of part of routine dog care is giving them a monthly bath, no. Um, you're more likely to run into skin problems if you bathe them too frequently, um, once or twice a year, if that. You know, The ones that go to the groomers, the groomer will look after it. Um, 
but otherwise um, keep it keep it to a minimum and if you are bathing them use gentle unscented unmedicated shampoos rinse off really well dry really well now what about the folks what about the folks in the summertime that are taking the dogs to the lake for a swim you yeah. believe they should rinse the dog off afterwards and towel dry thoroughly what's your idea on that depends a little bit so if it's cold clear water don't worry so much about the rinsing um if it's algae and so on then you may want to do that if it's you know murky nasty you might want to rinse them drying is a good idea for dogs prone to hot spots so i'm thinking they're particularly golden retrievers although we do see it in other dogs moist skin that remains moist under a heavy fur coat when it's hot and humid out you're going to get a hot spot which is like dermatitis is an infection and that can blow up in warm weather can blow up really quickly so you want to make sure they're dry and that's important is to make sure we dry them after they come out of the lake yeah yeah absolutely especially the longer haired guys like the goldens we're going to take a short break we're going to come back with more dog talk with me dave mcmahon and dr scott is with us he's backed by popular demand always interesting to listen to him his most recent book that he has written the uh, battle cry of the siamese Kitten, we'll be back with more dog talk right after this. We'll expect a heavy backup with this collision on the QEW Toronto bound on Mississauga Road. Two left lanes are blocked. You'll see delays there. The QE Niagara bound fairly quiet for the first time today. Looks good from Mississauga all the way into St. Catharines. The 403 westbound ramp to York still closed for a police investigation. That's causing a backup on the approach. 403 eastbound looks good. So does the 405, 406, and the 420 tonight. On October 2nd, the Canadian Cancer Society, CIBC Run for the Cures back in person. Sign up today at CIBCRunForTheCure.com. I'm Chris McKee, 610 CKTB. Time saver traffic next in 15 minutes. Forecast, we've got some clouds, maybe some showers through the overnight, a low down to 15. Tomorrow, a sun cloud mix, but again, a threat of a shower or a thunderstorm popping up through the day, up to 20 degrees. Wednesday, looking much nicer. Sunshine, 27 is our high. Thursday, sunny, a bit cooler daytime high, though, only up to 19 degrees. Friday, a mix of sun and cloud and a high of 20. Enjoy peace of mind and protect your pet with an Invisible Fence brand Boundary Plus or GPS system. Call Steph and Mark at 905-646-9944. Your authorized Invisible Fence brand dealers in Niagara and Haldeman. Is it harder for your senior pet to get in the car, on your bed, or up the stairs? If so, it's time to get them ready for winter with the Senior Care Program at the Niagara Canine Conditioning Center. All new Senior Care Program patients in September and October will be entered into a draw for a free gift. For more information on the Senior Care Program, call the Niagara Canine Conditioning Center at 289-362-5900 or visit canineconditioningcenter.ca. Times are tough. Inflation is affecting everyone, including your pets. Pet Food Outlet wants to help with discounts on slightly damaged bags of pet food. New shipments arriving weekly. Save up to 40% off the regular retail price on popular brand names. Pet Food Outlet, 824 Ontario Road in Welland. Open Monday to Thursday, 9 to 7, Friday, 9 to 8, Saturday, 9 to 5, and Sunday, 10 to 5. Visit Pet Food Outlet on Facebook today. Pet Food Outlet, making pets and their people happy. This segment brought to you by Maine West Animal Hospital. Now, more Dog Talk with Dave McMahon. News Talk 610 CKTB. 
There they are, the dogs are singing along with Paul McCartney from Wings. Let's hear it. Welcome back to Dog Talk. Dr. Scott is with us. Your thoughts on CBD for dogs, and I've asked you this before, I do yeah. believe, uh, quite some time ago. We've got mm. new listeners now, and yeah. uh, your thoughts on CBD for dogs is being used quite a bit here oh, in yeah. Ontario. Yeah, no, I get questions about it daily from clients. I th it can be useful for some things. Um, I just had a conversation with a client today with a dog who's got some anxiety, um, is just nervous and anxious about a move that they're doing, so there's some chaos in the house and wants something just to take the edge off. Possibly useful for arthritis, although only as an adjunct, like add-on to something else by itself is probably doesn't, not helpful enough for that. Possibly useful for seizures too, for epilepsy, but also again, as an adjunct to maybe let you get away with a lower dose of the, um, the main drugs. The big message with CBD oil for dogs though, is make sure it's pure. A lot of the human stuff has got some THC contamination. Humans are quite tolerant of THC. Dogs are not. So I've had some really stone dogs come in just from that little bit of THC that slips into the CBD. And the quality varies massively across from, from brand to brand of CBD. Some have very little, less than they say. Some have a lot more. Talk to your veterinarian. They can recommend um, a brand that's, that's good for pets. I was going to ask you if you're seeing a lot of dogs come in that have mm -hmm. overdosed from cannabis. And I yeah. guess the answer is yes. Yeah, it is. You know, it, it's nice, nice with the legalization because um, people are a little less cagey about it. Like they'll, they'll, they'll tell you that, yeah, the dog was potentially exposed where it used to be back in the old days. You'd have to kind of suspect and then draw it out of them in a way that, you know, doesn't seem confrontational. And um, but now people are, are upfront about um, the possible exposure. But we do see it. Yeah. I mean, never anything very serious, but yeah, it's it's not pleasant for the dog, I'm sure. And of course, it's important that those that enjoy smoking their weed and their hashish, that they keep it away from the little kids and the dogs. Absolutely. Uh, because dogs can get into it and eat it. Then they yep. get lethargic. I mean, the dog can fall down the stairs and break his neck. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no, all kinds of stuff can happen for sure. Um, and it just, I'm, as I said, I think it's just really unpleasant for them and confusing and distressing. And um... There are certain mushrooms mm -hmm. that are poisonous to dogs. Yeah. And there's certain mushrooms, I, I guess, we have to look out for that can just grow, you know, maybe in our backyard, for instance. Can you comment on any of this? Yeah. So the, the common fairy ring type mushrooms that people have on their lawns are not especially poisonous to dogs, but eating larger amounts can really upset their stomachs. Okay. If you're off on a hike, though, in the woods there, they're, you know, in the Niagara Peninsula, I think you probably do have these as well. The um, the death cap mushrooms, like the really serious ones, um, those are the you know the red ones and sometimes yellow with the little white spots on them, deadly poisonous. Don't let them go anywhere near. But you know, if you know anything about mushrooms, you know that you don't know enough about mushrooms. <laughs> Just keep dogs away from mushrooms in the woods because this is very difficult to tell the poisonous ones from the um, from the edible ones. You really have to know what you're about. Now, speaking of mushrooms, there are <clears throat> mushrooms that people are taking, as you know. They are mm -hmm. microdosing on mushrooms yep. to to deal with trauma, to deal with anxiety, right. to deal with a lot of psychiatric issues. 
And uh, I guess there's some supporting evidence saying that this helps uh, some people depending on their level of trauma. Do you ever foresee, uh, you know, mushrooms being used or prescribed by veterinarians for animals? I think so. Yeah. So we're talking psilocybin specifically there. Yeah. And it's, yeah, that's in human psychiatry. It's kind of the cresting wave right now. Like there are um, trials under, people are undergoing um, clinical trials looking at it. Um, this stuff always trickles down to the veterinary world eventually. Sometimes we're leading, sometimes we do things first, but more frequently, especially when it comes to the psychiatric end of things, happens in humans first. And then we see it 10, 15 years later after you can't make the assumption that what's safe in humans is safe in, in, in dogs and certainly not in cats. Cats are very different. Um, but dogs often it's okay, but not necessarily. Don't make that assumption until people have done the work, the safety work and so forth. And to see, and also the efficacy to see if it's actually useful because, um, the way it works in humans, I wonder how helpful it would be in dogs like to process this imagery and so forth. I don't know. So, and, but I, we will see it, I'm sure, for some uses. Yeah, I'm sure it's a ways away yet. Yeah. What's happening with the flea and tick situation out in Winnipeg? We have a ton of ticks. So, you know, in the time I've been in practice, I tell you there's more ticks every year. It was up and down a little, but the trajectory is up and up. You know, I said at the very outset, it, it, you know, you asked whether I was born and bred in Winnipeg. Now, I grew up in Saskatoon. In Saskatoon, we had no ticks the whole time I lived there in the 70s and 80s. Now they have ticks there, too. So they're certainly on the increase. We're seeing exotic ticks coming up from the U.S., like Lone Star's ticks are starting to show up. So tick prevention is now a core part of what we do. Um, unless your dog is just in the apartment or just on pavement, we're telling people to, to go on tick prevention. And fortunately, there's good stuff out now, good, good products available, safe and effective. Do you feel there's any all-natural homeopathic remedy for prevention of fleas and ticks? No. <laughs> we love your honesty we love that yeah well certainly not homeopathic um uh, as far as natural goes depends a little on what you call natural so pyrethrins permethrin pyrethrin um that's been around for a long time that's actually what's in a lot of the tick and flea collars and that's the extract of chrysanthemum flower so some people might consider that to be natural and that works is there a particular brand a flea and tick preventative for dogs that you recommend? Not particularly. We carry a few different ones. They're all very similar molecules. So Nexgard, Brevecto, Simperica, just to name three, kind of Coke and Pepsi. They're really very, very similar. Just people have preferences for, you know, some of them last a little longer, a different flavor and so forth. But as far from a medical standpoint, they're very equivalent. The Brevecta seems to be quite common here. Yeah, yeah. Brevecta is nice because it's 12-week efficacy. So it's, you give it and then you can kind of forget about it. Where's everything um, else? We were going to talk also on my list about seniors getting dogs that are mm -hmm. just way too much dog for them. Oh, yeah, yeah. And you see it and I see it at the Dave McMahon Dog Academy. Yeah. And I'm like, wow, you got yourself a Jack Russell Terrier. You just recovered from a heart attack and you're 85 years old. <laughs> And it's a puppy that you just got. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you yeah. see a lot of this? I do, yeah. You know, there's a story in the book about just, just in my personal life. I was just out for a walk in the woods without my dog um, that particular day. And um, I see these people coming from a distance, older couple, you know, quite elderly, in, in their 80s. And they've got a really big dog. And, I, you know, in the book I said I don't name the breed. And I'm not going to name the breed because I don't want people to get this kind of breed bias because I don't think yeah. that that wasn't what was going on here. 
and um, it's a very narrow path. And so, and it was snowy and so forth. So I just kind of brushed beside. I made a mistake. I made eye contact with the dog. It was a mistake. And the dog leapt up, grabbed my glove, ripped it off my hand, bruised my fingers. And the people are just struggling. I mean, this guy, he must he probably didn't weigh more than 90 pounds. The dog weighed 90 pounds. And it was, this is a forest where people very rarely go. So clearly they were walking the dog there because they knew they couldn't walk him anywhere where they would encounter other people or other dogs regularly. And, um, you know, it's a classic scenario. Often kids, adult children give their, you know, old widowed mothers and so forth, big dogs for yeah. protection. Never give a dog for protection for someone. It doesn't actually work that way. It's no. not. I mean, it's kind of tricky to buy a dog or adopt a dog on someone else's behalf and gift a dog to someone. I mean, we're not talking about a scented candle here. No. We're talking no. about a dog. It's like giving them a Camaro without drivers, uh, without driver's education, right? You're just you're going to have an accident. <laughs> <laughs> uh, neutering and spaying puppies. Mm -hmm. How old do you recommend neutering and spaying puppies? How young will you do it yourself as a veterinarian? Yeah. So a good question, because this has changed. So it used to be boilerplate across the board, easy answer, six months. We did everything at six months. Now yeah. we have the conversation with dogs medium size and larger, particularly the dogs that are athletic or active, that we're going to wait until what we call skeletal maturity. So it depends on the breed, but let's just say 18 months as an average, although for giant breeds, it might be closer to two years or even longer, um, because there's good evidence now that if we spay or neuter them before the skeleton is mature, that we may end up with weaker ligaments, particularly in the knees, and we're seeing an epidemic of torn cruciate ligaments, ACL tears. Uh, keeps our surgeons very, very busy. Um, yeah, it's not life-threatening to the dog, but it's very expensive um, for the owners and very unpleasant for the dog to tear your ACL. And it seems you can reduce that risk by waiting on the spaying and neutering. So that's what we're saying now. Now, what about spaying or neutering under six months? Some veterinarians yeah, so in some parts of the world are doing that. Yeah, so I don't like to do it. Um, the, the Humane Society does it here in Winnipeg routinely because that's they, they want them spayed or neutered before they adopt them out because they had too many that didn't return to have it done. Even though it was a prepaid procedure, it wouldn't cost the client another penny, they still weren't coming back to have it done. So that was a problem for them um, with their population control policies. So so they do it very, very young. I wouldn't. The risks are higher in a smaller, um, in a really small pet. Um, you get smaller veins to deal with if you're putting in an IV. S tissues are smaller and fiddlier. And there may be some more issues with hormones. I think we may see some more incontinence when we do it really, really young. Um, yeah. so, so I avoid it. A lot of times it's breed dependent is what you're saying. Exactly. Yep. Yep. Yeah. But the, I don't think there's ever any reason to do it before six months medically. I wouldn't. This is something on dog ownership and ages of people acquiring dogs. When I started the Dave McMahon Dog Academy 36 years ago, my clients were 40 and up for the most mm -hmm. part. Yeah. Nowadays, we are having a lot of young couples in their early 20s coming to bring their dogs for obedience classes. Are you seeing a lot of young couples with absolutely. their fur babies coming to your practice in Winnipeg? Yeah. yeah, absolutely. I mean, there's this whole social phenomenon of the, it's kind of like the starter child for people. They get it, they get a pet then instead of having a child or before and delaying childbirth, but um, we're having children and having a pet first 
instead uh, or instead. And, um, and these tend to be very good from a veterinary perspective. These are often really good pet owners. Um, they're very dedicated. They do a lot of reading. You have to be on your toes yeah, because they've, they've been on Dr. Google. Which, yeah, Dr. Google's actually gotten a little better if you know where to go. Um, yeah. So yeah, I, it's definitely phenomenal we see. Yeah. Uh, Dr. Scott, always a pleasure having you on the show. Got to cut you loose and mm -hmm. uh, want to have you back real soon. Yeah, absolutely. My pleasure. Thank you. We'll talk soon. Okay. Have a good night. Thank you. Thank you so Bye. much. Dr. Uh, Philip Scott, Doctor of Veterinary of Medicine from uh, Winnipeg, his recent book, The Battle Cry of the Siamese Kitten. When we come back with more dog talk, I'm going to remind you of the dog obedience classes I have coming up in October. And also Grant Crossman will join me. He's the director of the Canadian Pet Expo and it's coming up. It's coming up this month, the Canadian Pet Expo at the Missis in Mississauga at the International Center. We'll take a short break. Come right back. Enjoy peace of mind and protect your pet at home with a Boundary Plus or GPS system from Invisible Fence Brand. Contact Steph and Mark today at InvisibleFence.com, your authorized Invisible Fence Brand dealers in Niagara and Haldeman. Toys, toys, toys. On sale for the summer. Water toys, cuddly toys, chew toys, calming toys, treat dispensing toys, squeaky toys. Did someone say squeaky toys? Pet Food Outlet, 824 Ontario Road in Welland. Open Monday to Thursday, 9 to 7, Friday 9 to 8, Saturday 9 to 5, and Sunday 10 to 5. Visit Pet Food Outlet on Facebook today. Pet Food Outlet, making pets and their people happy. Why do so many local pet parents entrust their cherished companions to Heartland Niagara Animal Hospital in Niagara Falls and Maine West Animal Hospital in Welland year after year? Simple. It's the way they treat their patients and the people who love them. Both clinics help make pet care affordable and offer financing to qualifying clients. Visit today for your annual flea and tick parasite prevention. For information, visit Maine West Animal Hospital at mainwestvet.com and Heartland Niagara Animal Hospital at niagarafallsanimalhospital.com. Golfy gets it sold. Find out how every Saturday at 2 p.m. Join me, Tim Dennis, and Rob Golfy, sales representative of Remax Escarpment, the Golfy team, for the Golfy Real Estate Show, Niagara Edition, on News Talk 610 CKTB. This segment brought to you by Heartland Niagara Animal Hospital. More Dog Talk with Dave McMahon. News Talk 610 CKTB. Welcome back. Welcome back to Dog Talk, everyone. I'm Dave McMahon. Would you be happy if I told you that you have a chance to win a $100 in-store credit for the pet food outlet? Would you be tickled pink? Would you be jumping up doing heel clicks? I hope so. 
Right now, you have a chance to win a $100 in-store credit for the Pet Food Outlet located 824 Ontario Road in Welland. This means you get to waltz into the Pet Food Outlet, choose $100 worth of merchandise, absolutely free because you're listening to Dog Talk and you're participating in a contest that we're doing right now. Mm-hmm. So here is the skill testing question, not too difficult. We don't like to make it too, too hard. <clears throat> Let me clear my throat first. Wizard of Oz, what was the little dog's name in the Wizard of Oz? What was that little dog's name in the movie Wizard of Oz? You have to tell us. You've got to tell us what was the name of that little dog in the movie The Wizard of Oz, and then you can win a $100 in-store credit pet food outlet located 824 Ontario Road in Wella. Ah, <laughs> uh, so somebody's texting us. Yeah, some people are texting us. 905-688-2582-905-688-2582-905-688-2582. Call now. It's me, Dave McMahon, on Dog Talk on 610 CKTB. Contest time. We're giving away a $100 in-store credit for Pet Food Outlet. What was the little dog's name on The Wizard of Oz? Let's go to Kristen in Thorold. Good evening, Kristen. I'm Dave McMahon. Welcome to Dog Talk. Hello. How are you, Dave? I'm doing good, Kristen. How are things? Um, things are great. I'm hoping you can hear me okay. I can hear you loud and clear. Awesome. What was the name of the little dog in the movie of Wizard of Oz? It was Toto, of course. Yay, that's the correct answer. <laughs> Congratulations, Kristen. You just won $100 in-store credit for Pet Food Outlet located 824 Ontario Road in Welland. Oh, you're going to have fun. You get some free merchandise. That's awesome. Thank you for making my day. You're most welcome. Stay on the line because our phenomenal producer, Mr. Greg Campagna, is going to take some information. We're going to explain how you're going to get your $100 in-store credit from Pet Food Outlet. Awesome. Thank you so much, Dave. You're welcome. Thank you to Kristen calling in from Thorold. Now we're going to chat with Mr. Grant Crossman, director of the Canadian Pet Expo. Hi, Grant. How are you tonight? Good, Dave. How are you doing? Doing good, my friend. Good to see you. You're looking great for those that are watching the live Facebook uh, watch video. Uh, you're fortunate enough to see uh, Mr. Grant Crossman, Director of Canadian Pet Expo. And uh, it's an exciting time because the Canadian Pet Expo is coming to the International Centre this month. Next weekend. This weekend. This, Saturday, this coming weekend. weekend. This coming weekend. Yeah. Grant, Almost. for those that have never been, never take, been. It from, take it from there. Give us a nice synopsis or maybe a bit more <laughs> you're missing the, the the pet euphoria wonderland is what you're missing so the canadian pet expo fall edition is this weekend at the international center 6900 airport road uh it's literally 200,000 square feet of everything pet related everything for your dogs everything for your cats everything for your fish reptiles birds cats you name it so there's uh, just over 300 vendors we're excited to see 
Uh, the lure course is back. There's a great grooming show. There's a ton of interactive uh, educational seminars with some of the vendors. And there's a good focus on the whole specialty pet concept because at the end of the day, uh, responsible pet companionship, we believe, starts at the show. It's about sharing the proper message, just like you do at your school, Dave. Yeah. Now, the dates for the uh, Pet Expo that's coming this weekend, the dates, again, it's Saturday and Sunday, correct? Or Friday, yeah. Saturday, and Sunday? Saturday, Sunday. Saturday, Sunday. Saturday, Sunday, Saturday, 10 to 6, and Sunday, 10 to 4. Free parking, uh, passes you can get online at canadianpetexpo.ca. And everyone's welcome, including the pets. At the end of the day, the pet companion is what the show is all about. So we want to make sure that the whole family enjoys it. So bring them all along with you. That's right. And there's a waiver if they want to bring their dog, they have to go online and sign a waiver? Yeah, online you can download the easy waiver. And it's just to sign off saying that you're, you know, your pet's up to all the shots or in good health and stuff and drops. You know, it's just it's an information process. Uh, one thing we do encourage and we actually only allow on the show is a locked four foot, six foot maximum lead, uh, no retractables. Nothing worse than when you're talking to one of the vendors or a family friend and you look over your shoulder and your pet's consuming a whole bowl of treats it wasn't supposed to. <laughs> you just don't have control when the dog's yeah. 20 feet out there. Exactly. <laughs> when they get all tangled up. Well, if you've never been to the uh, Canadian Pet Expo, uh, any of the expos that they put on, you've got to go because uh, I'll tell you, it's well-organized. It's a very good vibe. It's exciting. And how many vendors have you got coming uh, this weekend? So this weekend we're in Hall 1 and 2, and we're going to max out just over 340-ish vendors. So, you know, again, anything and everything from homemade treats to – you know, coats, clothing, to, you know, strollers, to the real specialty items, like from Gemini Canine, and of course from, you know, our natural treats from Crumps, and all the, the family vendors are all on site and stuff, so we encourage everyone to come down, it, it's a great experience, really, really, it's a, it, it's a giant fun spot for the whole family, the special companion pets. For sure, and that's this weekend at the International Center in Mississauga. Yep, 6900 Airport Road. Uh, just off the 427 or 407 or Airport Road, not far now, enough. The admission cost? Uh, you can go online to get all the ticket information at CanadianPetExpo.ca. There's some great coupon codes out there as well, so, you know, floating around social media and stuff. So really, you know, to take the family out for 50 bucks, you, you can't go wrong. Now, aside from all the phenomenal vendors you've got coming, uh, give us a little tease up of uh, some of the uh, – events and the things that people can expect to see. Can you take us through that again, please, Brent? Yeah. So we've got the Tika Cat Show that's hosted by the CPE Cat Club. We've got uh, an aquascaping competition, including uh, one of the world's greatest aquascaping gardeners, uh, George Farmer, coming in from the United Kingdom. Phenomenal individual, and he can do some amazing things with aquariums. A lot of reptile stuff and a lot of bird information, but more importantly, a lot of the lure course, the grooming show for the dogs, and it's all about education, right? It's all about showing you how to properly exercise with your four-legged companion. It's about how to groom, hygiene and stuff. It's really interactive and it's a lot of fun. Yeah, it's a lot of entertainment, a lot of education. It's a good time for everyone, for kids, oh, seniors. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. And the best part is, you know, when you see so many new families or new future pet companion families looking for that perfect pet, one of the greatest thrills we have, my wife and I always enjoy, is when we see that pet family researching, 
speaking to a present pet family. You know, that's the best information that can be shared. Your experience with that breed of specialty or that pet guinea pig or something of that item, you know, type of thing. So it's great. We love it. Canadian Pet Expo this weekend, International Center in Mississauga. And Grant, can you give everyone the website one more time? Sure. CanadianPetExpo.ca. Hope to see everybody there. Grant, have yourself a doggone awesome night. Always good to see you, buddy. Take care, buddy. See you this weekend. Take care. Bye. Ciao. Grant Crossman, director of Canadian Pet Expo. It's happening this weekend at the International Center. More dog talk with me, Dave McMahon, right after this. Let's start with the good news. The collision on the QEW Toronto and on Mississauga Road blocking two left lanes looks to be cleared away. So hopefully some of that backup starts to ease up. QE Niagara bound fairly quiet from Mississauga all the way to St. Catharines. We did have a collision on the 403 westbound at Waterdown just cleared away a few minutes ago. But we still have the westbound off ramp to York closed for a police investigation. So you'll see delays on the 403 westbound. No delays on the 405, 406 or the 420. Rest of the major highways look good tonight. Need to sell your home. Fair Square can help you sell and you'll keep thousands of dollars where you need it in your pocket visit fairsquare.ca. I'm Chris McKee, 610 CKTB, Time Saver Traffic. Toys, toys, toys. On sale for the summer. Water toys, cuddly toys, chew toys, calming toys, treat dispensing toys, squeaky toys. Did someone say squeaky toys? Pet Food Outlet, 824 Ontario Road in Welland. Open Monday to Thursday, 9 to 7, Friday 9 to 8, Saturday 9 to 5, and Sunday 10 to 5. Visit Pet Food Outlet on Facebook today. (coughs) Pet Food Outlet, making pets and their people happy. Is it harder for your senior pet to get in the car, on your bed, or up the stairs? If so, it's time to get them ready for winter with the Senior Care Program at the Niagara Canine Conditioning Center. All new Senior Care Program patients in September and October will be entered into a draw for a free gift. For more information on the Senior Care Program, call the Niagara Canine Conditioning Center at 289-362-5900 or visit canineconditioningcenter.ca. Why do so many local pet parents entrust their cherished companions to Heartland Niagara Animal Hospital in Niagara Falls and Maine West Animal Hospital in Welland year after year? Simple. It's the way they treat their patients and the people who love them. Both clinics help make pet care affordable and offer financing to qualifying clients. Visit today for your annual flea and tick parasite prevention. For information, visit Maine West Animal Hospital at mainwestvet.com and Heartland Niagara Animal Hospital at niagarafallsanimalhospital.com. This segment brought to you by Niagara Canine Conditioning Center. Now, more dog talk with Dave McMahon. News Talk 610 CKTV. Someone knocking at the door. Somebody ringing the bell. Someone's knocking at the door. Somebody's ringing the bell. Welcome back. Open the door. I let him in. Welcome back to Dog Talk, everyone. Always a pleasure to be here with you Monday night on 610 CKTB. I want to talk about what I offer at the Dave McMahon Dog Academy in Niagara Falls. So we have dog obedience classes for young dogs, 
old dogs, senior dogs, no dog is too old to learn. That's what you've got to remember. No dog is too old to learn if you just adopted or acquired an older dog. They can still learn. Please remember how it works. I teach you how to train your dog. You come for lessons. Now we have group obedience classes. We have private one-on-one -on -one training and we provide consultations to dog owners on how to resolve any behavior problem that you might be experiencing with your dog. So you can call or you can email directly through my website and you can make an appointment for a consultation or we would be happy to evaluate your dog to determine whether group or private lessons would be best for your dog. But you have to go to my website. So the website, once again, for the Dave McMahon Dog Academy is davemcmahon.ca. davemcmahon.ca is the website. Spelling, Dave, that part's easy, D-A-V-E, McMahon. That's the part I have to help you with. It's M-C-M-A-H-O-N dot C-A. DaveMcMahon.ca is the website for the Dave McMahon Dog Academy. Again, Dave McMahon, M-C-M-A-H-O-N dot C-A. You can email me directly through the website if you have questions. You could also text me at 289-687-0505. Again, you could text me direct. Text me, Dave McMahon, direct, 289-687-0505. If you have questions about the price for dog obedience classes, text me, 289 687-0505. You've got questions about private lessons. How long are they? How many do you get? Where are they held? Text me direct, Dave McMahon, 289-687-0505. We also offer instructor courses for those that are interested in becoming dog trainers, obedience instructors, Contact me directly for more information. Text me directly, 289-687-0505. That's 289-687-0505. Now, our Facebook page is called Dave McMahon's Dog Training Academy. You could message me through the Facebook page. Again, Dave McMahon's Dog Training Academy. Message me through the page. There's lots of videos, testimonials and reviews from people that have attended our dog obedience classes with their dogs. And we have a great Google score. So if you check out Dave McMahon's Dog Academy on Google and you can read the reviews, we have helped thousands of dogs and their owners over the past 36 years. There's no dog that we can't help. So we offer obedience classes for puppies and older dogs and we have private one-on-one -on -one lessons to help you with a dog that might be a reactive dog, reactive to people, people aggressive dog, or a dog aggressive dog. If you're embarrassed by your dog's behavior, you need to contact me, Dave McMahon at the Dave McMahon Dog Academy. 289-687-0505.
text me or call me 289-687-0505-289-687-0505. Thank you to Dr. Philip Scott. Always a pleasure shooting the breeze with him. Thank you to Grant Crossman. Thank you to my producer, Mr. Greg Campagna. Thank you to the Dog Talk radio show sponsors. Maine West Animal Hospital, Heartland Niagara Animal Hospital, Niagara Canine Conditioning Center, Pet Food Outlet, and Invisible Fence of Niagara. I'm Dave McMahon. Have yourself a doggone awesome night. We'll talk to you later. See you later, everybody.